There's no question that the Second Amendment is under attack. Restrictive laws are being passed. Gun manufacturers face lawsuits. Retailers are limiting or discontinuing their sale of firearms under pressure from organized and well-funded anti-Second Amendment interest. For the Second Amendment to remain part of our liberty, it requires American citizens to defend it at the voting booth. In part four of our midterm election special, The Case Against Democrats, we will discuss the Second Amendment and how the progressive Democrats are targeting this American right if they maintain control of Congress. This is AC, your host of The War on Report, and we'll discuss this after a word from our sponsor. All right, here we go. U.S. President Joe Biden called for restrictions on gun purchases and ownership. In reference to the constitutional amendment that entitles Americans the right to bear arms, Biden said, the Second Amendment is not absolute. When it was passed, you couldn't own a cannon, you couldn't own certain kinds of weapons. There's always been limitations. The law, part of the 1791 Bill of Rights states, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Biden was speaking on a day after an attack on an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, killing 21 people. The Second Amendment, from the day it was passed, limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own, Biden said. You couldn't buy a cannon. Biden's statement is not accurate history. During the 2020 presidential campaign, Biden made a similar claim about cannons in the Revolutionary War and who could own them. This time, on top of that, Biden misrepresents what the Second Amendment says. The Second Amendment places no limits, experts say. The text of the Second Amendment is short, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. University of Tennessee law professor Glenn Harlan Reynolds said in the amendment's few words speak for themselves. The Second Amendment places no limits on individual ownership of cannon or any other arms, Reynolds said. There have been many court cases to resolve whether the amendment confers an individual right to bear arms. In 2008, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that it does. Setting aside ongoing disagreements over that ruling, Fordham University law professor Nicholas Johnson said, the amendment limited government action, not people. The first federal gun control law does not appear until the 20th century, Johnson said. That law, the National Firearms Act, came in 1934 when machine guns were the weapon of choice of prohibition era gangsters. The law was drafted before prohibition ended in 1933. When U.S. Attorney General Homer Cummings made the case for the law before the Ways, House Ways and Means Committee, he based it on the government's power to tax and regulate interstate commerce, not the Second Amendment. If we made a statute absolutely forbidding any human being to have a machine gun, you might say there is some constitutional question involved, Cummings said, April 16, 1934. But when you say we will tax the machine gun, and when you say that the absence of the license showing payment of the tax has been made indicates that a crime has been perpetrated, you are easily within the law. This is the problem you have with the progressive Democrats and the Joe Biden administration. They become history revisionists just trying to sell an idea they have about limiting constitutional freedoms in America. This is why it's imperative to vote against the Democrats in the midterm 2022 election to help support the Second Amendment and ensure this right is not taken away from us by the Biden administration.
This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.